sports fans near and far. I welcome you all to On The Mark Sports Talk with your host right here, as usual, Mark with a C. This is show number, get ready, 125. That's 125 in a 125 weeks. Consecutive. <laughs> How is our panel of experts today? How are we doing? Good. Good. Great. How are you, Mark? More importantly, how are you? I'm doing good. I bet you guys are doing all right. Uh, Got the Moderna booster today. Good for you. Good, good, good. So you had five so far? Five. Five. Okay. All right. We're going to try to go this weekend to get the fifth one. I've only had three. Me too. Catch up. Got to catch up. (laughs) You're ahead of me. Yeah. And uh, what a crazy day here in New York. I don't know how it's been in the other places, but in New York, we woke up this morning, it was dark, it rained, and then it stopped raining, and it was cloudy, then it got dark again, and it rained again, and right now, Sun's out. the sun is out, it's yeah. a little chilly. They said the temperature yeah. was going to go down, and lo and behold, they know, they're pretty smart, these, these weather people, you know that? Wait, wait, wait tomorrow. Supposed to be 50 degrees tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's so a long yeah. pants, huh? 20 yep. to 25 mile an hour winds, temperature maybe oh, wow. 60. Oh. So yeah. uh, I'm looking right ball. now, the trees are not even moving. But the sun is out and there's puddles. It's full. Well, it's full uh, already, right? Yep. Yeah, full. Welcome to – well, not yet. They said 9 o'clock tonight. Was it 9 o'clock last oh, night? Was it? I thought it was yesterday. Yesterday? I don't know. Tonight. 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 Yes. Tonight. Tonight. Nine o'clock tonight, so it's still some. All right, <laughs> yep. let's let's move on to a, a, lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know if I'm going to get to all the topics. There's so much has happened yeah. in, in baseball and football. There's a little hockey news, a little basketball news. Very and lo and behold, and I'm sure uh, Danny will come up with some bowling news today. No? Not much. Not much. Right. Now we'll get to you later. <laughs> so why don't we start out with Gerald's numbers report, sponsored this week by. Ready? Hula hoops. <laughs> I hope it's not a All brand right. name. Chubby Hula Chubby. hoops. <laughs> what do you got? Okay. Uh, today I'm going to review the 1971 MLB season. I'll start out with the uh, key awards and statistics by league. First, the National League. MVP, Joe Torrey, 24 home runs, 137 RBIs. And the best batting average he ever had, 363. Rookie of the year. Earl Williams of Atlanta, batted 260, 33 homers, 87 RBIs. Cy Young, National League, Fergie Jenkins, he was 24 and 13, 2.77 ERA, and he had 263 strikeouts. Again, National League batting average leader, Joe Torre, 363 home runs. Willie Stargell, 48 RBIs, as previously mentioned. Joe Torre, 137 strikeouts. Tom Seaver, 289 ERA. Tom Seaver, 1.76 wins. Fergie Jenkins, 24. Now we're going to switch to the American League. Um, MVP. Vita Blue, 24 and 8 with a 1.82 ERA, 301 strikeouts. Rookie of the Year, 
Chris Shambliss, 275 batting average, only nine home runs, 48 RBIs. Cy Young, again, American League, Vita Blue, 24 and 8, 1.82 ERA, 301 strikeouts. Key statistics, American yeah. League. Batting average, Tony Oliva, 337. Home runs, Bill Melton, 33 RBIs, Harmon Killebrew, 119 strikeouts. Mickey Lolich, 308 ERA, Vita Blue, 1.82. And wins, Mickey Lolich had 25. Uh, some interesting things that occurred during the season on September 2nd. The shortest inside the park Grand Slam home run was hit by Astro Cesar Cedeno. It was estimated to have traveled barely 200 feet. Dodgers second baseman Jim Lefevre had a head-on collision with right fielder Billy Buckner. Baseball commissioner Bowie Kuhn determined that players from the Negro Leagues would be given full membership into the Hall of Fame and not a separate wing uh, on 9-5, uh, uh, Major League record was tied uh, by using uh, six pinch hitters. In the World Series, the Pirates defeated the Orioles four games to three. Roberto Clemente was the MVP batting 414, going 12 for 29. Manny Sanguian batted 379, going 11 for 29. The Orioles outscored the Pirates 24 to 23. Game four at Three Rivers Stadium was the first World Series game ever played at night. Roberto Clemente became the first Spanish speaking player to win the MVP award. And a little bit more on, on Roberto Clemente. Roberto Clemente appeared in 14 World Series games and batted safely in each of them. Pretty good. Another interesting, another interesting topic is why, why was Roberto Clemente never a Dodger? He was in the Dodger system. He played, as you know, in Montreal in 1954. And here's, here are a couple of things that occurred. From what I read, Walter O'Malley had two partners who feared by adding another minority, it would upset the white players. But much more interesting than that, from what I read, they went to Jackie Robinson and asked him about having Roberto Clemente on the parent club. Jackie Robinson said the following. George Shuba was very popular in the clubhouse, and he would have to be the one that would be let go, and they didn't want to do that. But more importantly, Jackie Robinson also said, I don't think it's the time to have another minority team, another minority player on the Dodgers. I was shocked, amazed, stunned, whatever you want to say. I could not believe that. And that's my report for 1971 and Roberto Clemente. Okay. Uh, Michael, comments. Michael. Two comments, either for Jerry or for the uh, staff. 1971, the Pirates win the World Series. What song? Was the theme song of that? We are family. We have family. No, that was seventy nine. Later, seventy nine. Right. Oh, well, who sang "We Are Family"? Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was it. Your answer, but the wrong year. All right, it was Sister Sledge, but I thought right. it was All right. and, 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 I, wrong answer. And I believe I don't know if it was seventy nine or, or seventy one. Seventy nine. Jerry Jerry mentioned uh, Willie Stargell. What was one of the most entertaining? Uh, stolen base attempts 
in baseball history, and it was made by Willie Stargell. Who was the MVP of the uh, American League that year? Vita uh, Blue. Vita Blue. 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 So that's the Vita Blue. Blue. Uh, his like career was that during that year, right? He 20, made a name for himself. 24, 24 and eight. Yeah. 24 and eight with the 1.82 ERA, 301 strikeouts. Right. So that so he's that's the year everyone has the question, the trivia question. He's a switch hitter, right? So right. Who, what was the last switch hitter mm. to win the MVP in the American League? Isn't right. that the question? Yeah. It's a trick because he's a switch hitter and you don't oh. think of him being the MVP. But I, had a, I had a question on the floor. Uh, Willie Stargell, describe his most entertaining stolen base attempt. Steal at home? No, he's stealing, he's stealing second and he takes a dive and he begins his slide like maybe 10 feet before the base and he looks up to the umpire and he goes, time out. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can see that on YouTube. I thought he belly whopped at second base and fell through the ground <laughs> and he ended up in China. <laughs> so you also mentioned Earl Williams in, in your little report there. Yes. Earl Rookie of the year. He started the, his career with a bang. Yeah. With, I think he started with the Braves. Then Braves. he went to the yeah, Orioles. Yes. Then he went to the yeah. Orioles and, and whatever. Then he went downhill from there. I wonder what happened to him. What Was he hurt? His career just plummeted. I don't know, but I can only say looking at the stats for the rookie of the year for both leagues, uh, the stats are kind of anemic. Earl Williams batted 260. 33 homers, 87 RBIs. Chris Shambliss. 275, nine home runs, 48 RBIs. Uh, That's rookie of the year. Yeah, well, maybe. Mm. maybe who knows? We class. Oh, I got a, a Roberto Clemente baseball card from 57 with the Brooklyn Dodgers oh. cap on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you for that report. It's good to like, you know, bring back memories, some of those players, as I always say. That's why it's a, a nice report. We go on to Milton with your name that tune sponsored this week by Jelly Beans. All related to the teeth. Tooth decay. Anyway, in uh, 1971, two hippies <laughs> and a dog were going cross country and an old jalopy. And this, see if you can identify it. You and me and the dog named Boo? Oh, yeah. By who? By who? Uh, Lobo. 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 Oh, let's listen for a minute. You know, you guys want me to go every year, 70s. I could give some back in the 60s, 50s, but I'm doing what you wanted. This is a good one. You know his real name? Frank Lavoie. I wonder if he went somewhere else after Lobo. I'd have to look at some of my records, but... Uh, yeah, he had like about, about three or four hits. It was a hit. Kent Lavoie. That was his real name. Good, good. Guys, remember that song? Yes. That was the song. He wrote it and sang it. Yeah. So a hit, so a hit song with a dog named Blue, and Vita Blue wins the MVP. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> that way. Very good, Brett. Right, right. No coincidence at all. 
All right. Winky dink. Thank you, uh, Milton, on uh, bringing back memories once again. Those were the days. All right, let's go back to um, this. There were no beep beeps this week. Sorry, I couldn't find any unusual names. So we're going to have to move on, which I'm sure you're happy about. Yes. And uh, I'm going to go on to this exact date, September 22nd. If I, you know, there were a lot of stuff that happened well, during the week, but too numerous because a lot of things happened uh, that I thought was important. But let's, let's just take this exact date, September 22nd, 1912. Nope, sorry, 1911. One year earlier, the Boston Rustlers. Did they become the Boston Red Sox? Anyone know? I believe they did. Well, uh-huh. the Boston Rustlers pitcher Cy Young beats uh-huh. Pittsburgh at four. No, it's Pittsburgh. He must be in the Boston National League. National League. Just so uh, maybe, maybe they, they were the, the Braves. Boston Braves. Right? The Rustlers become the Braves. Anyway. Uh, Cy Young beats Pittsburgh at Forbes Field in his final win. So his top final total was 511 wins, and that was number 511 on this day in 1911. In 1920, on this day, 11:22, uh, Chicago grand jury convenes to investigate char- charges of those eight. White Sox players who conspired to fix the 1919 World Series. And we all like, uh, there are movies, there are books, there yeah. are documentaries, etc., etc. Et yeah. Eight men out. Yeah, eight men out. We never got any really into that. Maybe one day we will, and we'll talk about our opinions on that. Shoeless Joe Jackson, you think he should come back? He should not come back to life. You think he should be allowed in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. What do you yeah. think, Gerald? Yes, I, I do. And uh, you may know that the South Carolina state legislature forever has been trying to clear his name of any charges of uh, accepting a bribe. Okay. And who played him in the movie? Uh, Which movie? Eight Men Out. Oh, Eight Men Out. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. That was the other one. Oh, that was in. That was Field of Dreams. That was Field, Field of Dreams. Of Dreams. Mm. Field of Dreams, he batted righty. He's really a lefty. <laughs> you know the story on that one. They, they, they asked Ray to try to bat lefty. And for the movie, he was a righty. And uh, he couldn't do it. <laughs> he couldn't do it. He couldn't even fake it. <laughs> so he bat, oh, bat righty. Nobody will know. Yeah, we are right. Of course, everybody knows. <laughs> funny, funny, funny story. Uh, in 1925, on this day, a Yankee left fielder. Maybe some of you have heard of him. Ben Pascal. P-A-S-C-H-A-L. Anybody there, him? Uh, I was at the game, Mark. I, I knew you, but so you saw him hit two inside the park home runs? 1925? Yeah. yeah. No, I missed the game. Missed the game. Uh, <laughs> in 1927, they had that famous boxing bout, the long count. Yep. Remember yep. that story um, with uh, Gene Tunney beating um, Jack Dempsey? Right. Ten round unanimous decision at Soldiers Field. A crowd of over 104,000 people come to watch that. So what was that long count? Anyone know the story in that one? Dempsey. I believe Dempsey didn't go into the neutral corner. Right. Uh, and because of it, the ref 
It was a long count. The ref ones couldn't start counting and enabled right. Tunney to get up off the floor. And then right. I think he won in a, in a decision. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Tunney kept the right. belt, but Dempsey knocked him down and there was a long count and they could yeah, something they, they were doing wrestling sometimes. They're starting to pin somebody and the referees distracted. I mean, the guy's down there for 25 seconds, then he comes back, one, two, and picks his shoulders up. <laughs> You know, you know what would be interesting about that event? If you were sitting in the back, 100 and some odd thousand people, right? I, I would say about 75,000 people couldn't even see the fight. When you think of it, where are they, where are they sitting? Right. There there no, no, no big screen to watch it. And that, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and, and uh, they're looking to knock down Soldier's Field eventually. 1957, <laughs> Brooklyn Dodgers, Duke Snyder on the state. Hits his 39th and 40th homer of the season, and that is the last home runs ever hit in Eppets Field. Wow. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either until I read it. Now, in 57, didn't they go to the World Series? No. No, No, that was the Braves. Oh, the Braves. The Braves. Braves. I think the Dodgers finished out of the world. That was the crappy last home runs. The thing you said, did it say what what pitcher he hit him off? No, no. Curious. Yeah. 1961. You guys were kids. I was a, a yeah, little. I was kid. eleven. Yeah, uh, the Orioles. Jim Gentile. Sure. Who, I didn't realize it until I really got back into the baseball cards. It's been there a real long time. Yeah. He was towards the end of his career in 1961. He played a few more years, but he played well into the the 50s. He ties a record with five grand slams in one season. Wow. Was, that the, was that the season he hit two grand slams and like same I think so. I think so. Gerald. As I recall, Jim Gentile was a Brooklyn Dodger. He was? That's right. Oh, That's yes. right. Yes. Oh, yeah? and, and you know what? He was Jewish, not Gentile. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, Michael? And one of my first trivia questions when I first became a panelist on On the Mark Sports Talk, what was the name of his dog? Odo? What his was dog, it? His dog's name was Longball. Uh, uh. All right. In 66, this was the day in 1966 that only 413 people showed up at Yankee, Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium. The Red Barber game. Can you Red imagine that? Can you right. imagine? I can't imagine that. Can you imagine that? Oh, yeah, well, I watched that. Was Part of the Yankees' terrible teams. I know, yeah. but only probably lousy. It must have been a day game, first of all. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was. It was. I, I wonder what it. day of the week it was. You got to go back to find out what, what day it was. But only 4.13 showed up. That's amazing. I wonder if the ushers were... Was, uh, Ron, where are you, Ron? Ron Ron's right Ron. here. Okay, yeah. and you got, you got a city field. Only 413 people show up. They buy tickets. They're scattered <laughs> all over the place. The kid wants to move down to their front. You let him go. You let him go down. You let him go oh, down. No, his tickets for upstairs. Let him sit up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get fired. Who told you to sit you down? Know, you know, it's a funny that, story. That about guy that. in the green shirt on the top. That's it. Can I tell a little story about that? One time, about seven, eight years ago, my son and I we went to a holiday basketball tournament, Thanksgiving, Madison Square Garden. We had seats up, like the second row in the back. There was nobody there, and the usher says, this game's for, t- for TV. They want to have a crowd. 
Everybody go down to the, the ah, seat. So it looks like it's mm. so we don't embarrass ourselves at the garden. Mm. Ron, did I tell you not to let people down? Well, or use your own discretion. Uh, you can use your own discretion. Like, like one one instance, there's a woman whose uh, daughter works in the concession stand, and she usually sits right by her. And I give her the handicap seats because it's easier for her. Mm-hmm. And th- as long as I let the supervisor know, it's okay. Um, so. And they're probably liberal, right? They're not that's so strict, are they? Well, it depends. I mean, if, the game. if we have a full house, yeah. you can't move anybody anywhere. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, in 67, on this day, the Phillies released pitcher Dallas Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Green was a pitcher. Played for the Phillies, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of years later, I believe they hired him as a manager. <laughs> imagine, a, imagine like you know, you're a ball player and they, they say to you, I'm sorry, we're releasing you. And a couple of years later, they hire him as a manager. Interesting. Uh, on this day in 68, Cesar Tovar mm. played all nine mm. positions, and they won that game, too. I remember that. Yeah, so he was the yeah. second. There was one. a um, – let me interject on that. I was listening today to uh, the, the Mad Dog, <clears throat> and they made a reference to that. He pitched the first inning, and uh, he, he struck out Reggie Jackson. Wow. <laughs> That's how he started yeah. the game, and then wow. he went on to play the other the other right. positions. Remember that movie or that stunt that uh, that comedian did? What was his name from Saturday Night Live? Famous guy. He played and he went to, he went to all the ballparks in one day. Sure, what do you mean? Who's the who's the comedian? Will, Will Farrell. Will Farrell. Really? Remember that? Remember that stunt he did? Uh, I don't know how many years ago during spring training. He wanted to play in, I think, all the teams or 15, 15 games in the same day. You don't remember this? No. <laughs> no. Never heard well, of here's it. what I want you to do. Look it up. One, one day, look it up. Will Ferrell movie about him playing in all the, all the, uh, the, the home games and all these teams. That's amazing. Spring training. He did that. He was flying. He, he, he would and he play. Every position, too. That's he went Florida, to a game. He pitched. First, sec, he played every position. Florida and Arizona more. I yeah. believe he did both, or I may be mistaken. Maybe it was just Florida. one day. Yeah, yeah. But check it out. I can't believe that of all you people never heard about this uh, stunt, yeah. and they made a movie about it too. There's a movie. Will Ferrell. All right, let's move on. Uh, in 69, Willie Mays hits his 600th home run on this day, and he becomes only the second person to do it. Uh, in 85, this, this instant, instant, instance in 85, I do not remember at all. You probably remember. Manager Billy Martin uh, gets a broken, broken nose or a broken arm by pitcher Ed Whitson. Oh, oh yeah. my Again, god! To a fight? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! You remember that? Yes, I yeah. I remember that. And with Whitson was so despised that yeah. people, the fans used to wait as the as the Yankees used to leave the stadium and they would throw pebbles at him as, as he was coming out. So, 
He came to the Yankees from Minnesota, I think. I don't know. That don't sound interesting. No. Was Texas? I, I think they gave him death threats. Too, he pitched for the Giants. I remember I, that. Yeah, I was going to say maybe the Giants. So we're going to find out where he came from, and when they, he left, he you know came and came. Uh, <laughs> he pitched. He left in '86. Uh, uh, Gerald, I'm sorry. I have the details on Will Farrell playing uh, in my, uh, in the Cactus League. Farrell, a comedian and movie Cactus star, League. made a whirlwind tour of the Cactus League. On Thursday, playing 10 positions, including designated hitter, for 10 teams as part of both a cancer benefit and an HBO special that will air this year. Years ago. Aren't most of the teams in Arizona not that spread out? I mean, they're not that far from each other. Howie? Uh, yeah, uh, I was just thinking there used to be teams in Tucson, but they're not. They moved them up. It's all all around the Phoenix area. Phoenix is pretty spread out. But Arizona weren't, weren't, weren't and the I'm Cubs sure there were teams in, in California, no? What? Weren't the Cubs in Mesa? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's Mesa, there's Surprise, there's... Uh, 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 like the Giants are in Scottsdale and a few other teams. Uh, moved up from Tucson. Uh, it's good year. They sh- and a lot of the teams share stadiums. Oh. Like oh, the yeah, Dodgers yeah, yeah. share a stadium yeah. with the White Sox. The Indians share a stadium with Cincinnati. Uh, the Seattle, uh, Kansas. Yeah, a lot of teams mm-hmm. share stadiums. The Cubs don't. The A's don't. The Giants don't. I think Milwaukee doesn't. It, it's hard, but they uh, a lot of stadiums were uh, new stadiums were built in the last uh, fifteen years. But as sports fans, I think you should look this movie up and 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 uh, take a look at it because it's really a cute movie. Yeah, Gerald. Back in the day, uh, spring training used to be played only in Florida. Now it's easy, evenly split from, between Florida and Arizona. There were two teams way back when who trained in Arizona. And all the other teams trained in, in uh, Florida. Anybody have any idea who they are? The Giants, Giants. and the Indians, I think. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Cubs. Well, the Giants. Cubs. 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 Right. The Cubbies. The Cubbies. Never, I don't remember them in Florida, right? The Giants never in Florida. The Indians were in Florida? Florida? Yeah. 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 I don't remember yeah. that at all. All right, whatever. All right, let's go move on here. So a few more on this on this day. Because in 86, Fernando Valenzuela becomes the first Mexican to win 20 games. Uh, in 87, on this day, the NFL players go on strike for 24 days. It's their second regular season strike. Um, 1990, Andre Dawson stole his 30th base, and he joins Willie Mays as the only players with 300 home runs, 300 steals, and 2,000 hits. He's a Hall of Fame, Andre Dawson. He's in already. 1993. Think about this. Think about Nolan Ryan as a pitcher on all the teams he played for. The Mets, the uh, Angels, the... Astros. Astros. And the Rangers, Rangers, right? He pitched his last game on this day in 1993. 
he was he was 46 years old. Wow. He pitched. And in 2004, a little technical thing here. In 2004, this was the day that Barry Bonds was intentionally walked four times. In the, and it was wow. the second time during the season that that happened. And that's uh, today. Today's date. All right, Gerald. Nolan Ryan was once asked by a reporter, how long is your pitching arm? And Nolan Ryan said, you ought to ask what's in my pitching arm. <laughs> All we know is that when he ever got a blister, everybody knew he stuck his hands in the pickle was, juice, right? Right. 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 You guys ever try that when you get a hand blister? No. No. <laughs> no. Right, let's go on to Michael's Yankees and Jets rant, sponsored this week by Beach Sand. <laughs> well, as far as the Jets are concerned, if anybody has ever seen a sports miracle, the Jets played one on Sunday. Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm, I'm yes. glad the, the kicker, I think his name was Fields, got credit for being the uh, special team's uh, uh, most valuable player of the week. That onside kick was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. He, he faked one way and yep. he kicked it the other way. And the plan was to clobber whoever came the closest yeah. to the ball. It, and the it, ball it, rolled just perfectly. And the guy who was supposed to get clobbered got clobbered. And the Jets won that game. And uh, that, my friends, is a sports miracle. And by the way, the Jets Michael, Michael, his name is Brandon Mann. Brandon Mann, right? Brandon Mann. And, thank you. And, and the thing is, uh, the previous touchdown scored by the uh, Browns was a guy, about a guy by the name of Chubbs. Big Chubbs. And... Instead of scoring, and that was also the touchdown that the field goal, the uh, yeah. extra kick was was missed and mm -hmm. gave the Jets their opportunity. But if the Sky Chubbs just kneeled down instead yeah. of scoring that touchdown, the Jets would have lost that game because the Browns just had would have had the opportunity to run out that clock. So that's a sports miracle, and we shall see. Because when the Jets lost that game horribly, I think the press was ready to jump on Salah like you would not want to believe. So uh, he gets a reprieve and we shall see. All right. Now, as far as the Yankees are concerned, I have the good fortune of being a fan of the, who, who might be the best, actually currently the best player in baseball. And it's a nice feeling. And uh, I just want to go over my, my past with Aaron Judge. I first saw Aaron Judge in a 2016 in that exhibition minor league game, he played for the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders in uh, PNC Park in Music, Pennsylvania. And he was a big dude with a big smile on, on that afternoon. He goes 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. And he was popular and he was very well received, got cheers and stuff, but he seemed to have had a lot, have a lot of Swiss cheese in his back. I never thought he would become a star. And that year for Scranton, he had 270. He had 90 home runs and 65 RBIs, which apparently was wait, enough to get him called up. 90, 90 home runs. Wait a minute. 19. 90. 19. Did I say 90? You said 19. 19. 19. Okay. I thought I said 19. Anyway, he hit 19 home runs, right? And I actually got a chance to speak to him the following year in Clearwater. And what you see is what you get. He's the nicest, most personable Young man, well, then he was a young man. Now he's 30. And uh, I wished him a great career. 
Mm. And he was as grateful as can be. And it was at that time, we would think Aaron Judge, would he equal to Shane Spencer, Shelly Duncan, and Kevin Moss? Or would he be uh, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, and Joe DiMaggio? And now it looks like it's the latter. Mm. And this season, he's on the verge of surpassing some of these great major league monarchs. Uh, and uh, let's, let's hope he does. Uh, I hope he breaks them all. And for me, it's a great feeling to have the best player in baseball on the team you root for. And it was similar for me growing up when nobody was better and more popular than Mickey Mantle. And during Mantle's prime, not only was he better than anybody else in the sport, he wins the Hickok belt as the best athlete in all of sports and even had a hit song named about him with Teresa Brewer. I mentioned this in the past. She sang a song and part of the song would say, I would love to catch him and pitch a little woo. And he was even featured at that time in a skit where he played a soldier on the Bob Hope Christmas show. So uh, that brings to, brings to me, and I think Mark is going to bring this up a little bit later on in the podcast, but I was going to say at the end of my speech that uh, if the ball got, if you're in the stadium at the time, I don't know if you want to cover this now, Mark. Right or, now, perfect time. All right. So if you were at the game, if you're at the game tonight or tomorrow, and the 60-second home runs goes into your hands. How would you barter and what would you barter for? And then uh, I want to hear what some of you guys say. And then I'll tell you as a diehard Yankee fan what I would ask for. So anybody else, what would you say? What would you do if you caught the ball and here comes security and they want to negotiate with you? Anybody? Yeah, Fred. I just want to say, uh, apropos to that, my, one of my son's assignments from AP yesterday was before the game was to go out into the bleachers and talk to people and ask them that very question, what they would do. And he said a vast majority of them said, I mean, I don't know if this was true or not, but that they would give the ball back to judge and would, you know, be satisfied with maybe a few bats, few, you know, balls, maybe tickets to some games next year. One guy said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to Seton law, law, law school. I got a lot of student debt. I'm, I'm, you'd have to give me a lot of money to put the, the ball back. But, I mean, I, I mean, apparently the, the person who caught the ball number 60, I don't know the whole story, but I think did give it to Judge. Yep. There were four of them, the four friends. Was, was it? They gave it, and they, got equi- they got equipment. They got equipment. They got balls two, and bats. He said he spoke to maybe 15 people there. And they, all, they all claimed that they would do the right thing and, and, and give the ball back to Judge, the vast majority of us. Yeah, Ron, I would say. Personally, I would say, okay, you want this ball back? There's only one of it. I want your jersey that you're wearing right now. Sign it and give it to me. And he would do it. He would do Very it. Smart. Okay. Oh, he would. And, 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 the, and, and, and the bat and the bat that he hit it with. And the bat. Well, that's, the well, that's probably got to go, go up there. Go the whole the, thing. Yeah. But, you the know, day, they had today, if you heard, uh, well, someone on the sports show today on the radio, they said that came up and, it, and they said there's something going around Twitter. They said, who, whoever catches that ball, Stevie, um, Stevie Cohn would um, buy the ball, big, big bucks from that person, then go to, go to judge and say, you want this ball back? I will give it I'll to you when you sign, sign your contract with the New York Mets <laughs> next year. It'd be great if they did. That's going to happen. <laughs> That was the story right there. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. 
Can I tell you what I would do? Can I tell you what I would do? Again. All right. If I caught the ball, I would like to exchange it for first. First of all, I would do this bartering first before I gave him the ball. But, uh, I would like to exchange the ball for an autograph ball by Aaron Judge, of course. And I'd like to take pictures with uh, my family, with Aaron Judge, maybe uh, in the dugout or in the clubhouse. And finally, I would like to have it written by Michael Kay that I received permission to announce a couple of innings. He may give you one. He won't give you a couple. Oh, maybe uh, one batter. Yeah. Then Sal, Sal Galante. Durante. Durante. You know, they got $500? 5000 5000 Okay. 5000 the story was that he wanted to get the ball to Maris, and Maris told him you should sell the ball. You need money, and he used the five thousand dollars to buy a house. Right, right. It straightened his life out. Milton. Yeah, I would give him my stickball bat and ask him to let me pitch and see, like, if I could strike him out with my knuckle curve. I thought you'd say, "Let me, let me see your teeth." Yeah. Let me work on no, your like feet a little bit, Aaron. Sit right, sit right down here. With a, with a hey, wait. He what? broke his front teeth. Remember on the helmet? Yeah, when they yeah, were jumping right. up and down. He had yeah, a front teeth now. He smiles nicely now. Oh, interesting. To to him. Interesting. And you want to pitch there? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, too. All right, let's move on. Yeah, if you guys want to think, come back to this later and you have an idea. Come didn't, see the, didn't the Yankees do a nice thing the other day to had Charlie Hayes throw out the first ball to his son. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Uh, by the way, Mark, one last thing, guys. Yeah. I saw somewhere where he was interviewed, Judge, and he said he knows what it's like to fail because the year the Yankees brought him up, even though he hit all those home runs right away, yeah. that same year he went into a tailspin and was striking mm -hmm. out and hit like a After the all, after the, the uh, same, home right. run derby? But he did yeah. say that uh, he knows what it is to fail and uh, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, get the over class it. Act. You know, when, when A-Rod was going, I think for his 600th home run, I think that was a the number. They were saying that everyone was taking pictures and the flash, the flashes were going off on the cameras. Now, I don't see that at all with Judge when he's up. Do you see any flash cameras going on? The flash won't reach that far. Maybe they realize that. Right? The flash well, serves no function, I don't think, that far away. No. Am I wrong? No. And also, Mark, when Maris was going for his 61st home run, they had the photographers literally in the in the uh, on deck circle on the field. Right. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. All yeah. right. Let's yeah. see. Let's, let's hope he does it. And remember, we said that tonight the game is on Fox. Fox. And then tomorrow the game is on Peacock. No. Oh, yeah. Amazon. Amazon. Apple. 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 So many. So many platforms. But, but MLB Network is cutting into it was to show every one of his at bats. Yeah. And, and we were talking before you guys got here about Michael K not being able to do the call. Right. On on uh, on TV. Now is is um, John yeah. Sterling calling in on radio? Yes. John yeah. Sterling is doing the rest of the games. Right. Yeah, he's, he's doing the games. He's been doing the games. Right, he wasn't Michael, to... Michael gets screwed. Yeah. Yeah. No, what happened is Ryan Hugo was supposed to announce the games when they played in Toronto. Right. But Sterling didn't want to travel. And uh, Sterling decided last minute that he's going to want to go there anyway. 
and Ryan Rucco, they decided to pay him anyway. Oh, yes. one, last, one last trivia question. Who could name a another famous Yankee who got his teeth fixed? And he had the ugly, he had an ugly, he had an uglier mouth than uh, Aaron Judge. <laughs> Yogi Just Berra. Thing. Yogi All time Berra. great. All time great. Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio, good right. man. That's right. Yes. I didn't know it. I just didn't. All right. All right, thank you. Yep, Gerald, go ahead. So Babe, Babe Ruth hit his 60th home run on September 30th, 1927. So I'm going to argue that the greatest home run hitter uh, for a single season is Aaron Judge. <laughs> well, he, he did, argue with Judge, did it, Judge did it in the 147th game. Right. And, and Ruth did it. They do in the last game, 154. Well, September 30th. But that was probably around the last game. But yeah. you, you know, so you beat, beat Ruth. No more you, also to, you also have to remember <laughs> Babe Ruth was playing in a you know, different time when it, yeah. there were no night games. There was no team west of mm. St. Louis to travel and everything else. No relief pitches. Right. Yeah, right. That's right. 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 True. The record is more meaningful now, I think. Yeah. And just no, last a- night, no African-American players in the league. Last night, the crowd stayed to the bottom of the eighth inning. And, and when Judge grounded out, I think that last time, no, they, they, all they all left. They all, they all walked the seventh, out. No, the seventh inning. Grounded. Nobody thought he'd be up again in the eighth. Yeah, right. But then they yeah. no, Michael, yeah, you're a great ya- Michael, you're a great Yankee fan. Just wanted to tell you, how do you like what Cabrera ignited this whole team? Yeah. Cabrera looks wonderful. He no does. Where you put him, he's terrific. He and could... I was, I'm wondering whether they should start sticking him at shortstop, because as good as Isaiah kind of Falefa is, I call him the falafel man. He's hitting <laughs> close to uh, 270 in the clutch. He does not come up with the ball. If you're watching all the Yankee games, don't forget Cabrera plays. Cabrera plays any position. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I would they, like they, to see Cabrera be our regular shortstop. Yeah. I mean, they, they put him at first base with like no, no, very little practice. He never, or, never played it. They or tried leave him in left field instead of Hex permanently. Oh no, Hex, no Hex. Oh. Let's move oh. on. Let's move on for sake of time, and maybe we'll come back to this later. But Howie, we have not heard from you in a few weeks. Right, I know you went away, uh, but the Howie's West Coast report today is sponsored by school desks. <laughs> so, <laughs> Inkwells, welcome back. What do you got? Inkwells, well, Oliver Inkwell. I don't believe that the Yankees will let Judge go. I, I can't see that, but if he's going to go to another team, he grew up 95 miles. Uh, east of San Francisco in this little berry town of Linden, California. But the Giants do have only a $90 million payroll. And the re- I just read an article out here that they are going to uh, target uh, free agent shortstops that are available. Uh, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Ansby Swanson, and Trey Turner are all available. And that that take Swanson, be, take Swanson. What? Take Swanson. Take Swanson. <laughs> that will be their player, which was which coincidentally is 30 years to the almost to the day when they signed Barry Bonds, uh, right before they almost moved to Tampa Bay. Uh, and it, it's likely that they'll do that because Crawford will be in his last year. 
his numbers went really down. He'll be 36. And then they have to, they really have to uh, uh, evaluate their talent. They have a, uh, about one of the worst farm systems there are, there is. So uh, they have to re-sign Jock Peterson. Uh, Carlos Rodon has a player's option. They got to re-sign him. He was terrific for them. Like another ace. Uh, and Wilma Flores, thank you, Mets. They've re-signed Wilma. He's only 31. I thought he was older. Yeah, and really young. Thank you, Yankees, for trading Cairo Estrada last year, who was a super sub and now has has taken over second base and bang the two sixties with some power. So that's a that's a big turnaround. So and JD Davis, by the way. Thank you for that, too, who might be at third base because Longoria may retire. Anyway, enough about the, the – oh, one more thing about the Giants. They retired Will Clark's number 22. Oh, good. And they also put uh, uh, Hunter Pence in their wall of fame. Those are guys Hunter who – Hunter Pence? Yeah. Hunter Pence. I'm surprised. Okay. Will uh, the other thing about the, the Niners – uh, the whole Jimmy G is back, uh, and it's too bad about Trey Lance, but frankly, I think they have a better chance in the playoffs with Jimmy G at, at the helm. But it's funny. I don't know if anyone watched the Eagles-Vikings game Monday night and saw how Jalen Hurts played, how well he played. That's apparently what the Niners saw in Trey Lance, that he can – like a Jalen Hurts type of uh, player. And uh, I think that's about Oh, no. That's about it. Howie, who's the, who's the backup quarterback now? That's what I was going to add, actually. They just signed... They, the backup quarterback was this guy Purdy, who was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last guy signed in the draft. So they had to sign another quarterback, and they signed this guy, uh, Kurt Benkirk, Benkirk, B-E-N-K-E-R-T, who beat out A.J. McCarron, Garrett Gilbert, Kevin Hogan, and Mike Lennon. He's 27 years old. He was with the Falcons and the Packers previously. So that's that's their uh, backup quarterback. Okay, a couple of comments. Let's see. Who wants to? All right, uh, Michael and Gerald. Yeah. Here's my question. Uh, I understand the rumors and the possibilities of Aaron Judge going to San Francisco or another team, right? What do you suppose would happen to his popularity if he goes, say, for, uh, I don't know how many hundreds, uh, 400, 500 millions of dollars to the Giants? I really think that if he comes back to Yankee Stadium, he'd be booed like crazy and, and a lot yeah. of these other places. And one of the things that I really uh, am amazed about Judge is that he's loved everywhere. I mean, in Milwaukee, everybody was standing with their cell phones, and that's what Judge has now. And I feel that if he goes to another team, he will lose that, and he would even lose that yet uh, if he gets uh, if Cone takes him from the Yankees. He'll be booed like crazy every time uh, he'd be thought of as, as, as horrible, you know. Well, so I don't think Judge is going to be going anywhere either. Well, to answer that. Uh, next year, they're going to have a different schedule where everything's going to be equal, like Giants yeah. aren't going to play the Dodgers a lot right. as much and worse than the Yankees. But 
that's uh, you're saying that he wouldn't be beloved, but Albert Pujols left the Cardinals after 10 years, went to the Angels, and then, of course, his uh, abilities uh, were depleted, but he wasn't booed, uh, you know, coming back. He literally came back to the Cardinals and they cheered him. Uh, so uh, I, I don't think it matters. I mean, I watch uh, Dodger Giant games at, at Oracle Park, and there's a lot of Dodger fans that come up for that. Same thing with Giant fans going down uh, to L.A. and San Diego. So Interesting. I, I accept your feelings, but uh, who knows? Who knows? They're not going to the Dodgers. There's too many stars there. They'll just like blend in with all the other superstars there. No, I read something that Cody Bellinger is still only hitting 200. He's never recovered from that uh, injury. I think he ran to a wall. That there was a report, and the Dodgers have an open can spend money right left. The Dodgers may go, would go after the Judge if the Yankees didn't. They don't what, about Juan, what about Juan Soto? What is he batting now? 202 or something? Yeah. That's... He started to hit three, uh, the last 10 games. However. Yeah. He's got 15, 20 more years to play. Mm. Uh, Joe and then Ron. Yeah. Joe. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I read somewhere that there's a rumor, at least, that Steve Cohen has said that he has too much respect for the Yankees to go after Aaron Judge. Yeah, and that that's the. That's I don't know the if it's true or not, but that's what I've heard. Yeah, and that's the rumblings too here. Yeah. I've heard that also. Well, the Mets have Brandon Nemo to play. They don't need Judge. <laughs> uh, Ron, they have a pretty big payroll already, so I'm not sure that they that they would go after Judge. Well, you know, I mean, let's face it: the only team that's if if Aaron Judge does leave the Yankees. The only team that's going to boom when he plays is going to be in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. He's not going to be booed anywhere right. else. Right. And to get back to uh, the Paul Holtz uh, story, uh, Cardinal fans never boo anybody. <laughs> that's, that's you know, they, they never boo their own players. Or and anything. they just continue to win. And what yeah. a franchise that is. Maybe only the Cubs. Terrific yeah, the Cubs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that's no. uh, Gerald? So, Howie, you know, the, uh, the the Mets are playing Oakland out at the Coliseum this weekend. Question, will the Mets fans outnumber the Oakland Athletic Club? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, I would go to Coliseum. I would make sure to see the, the Yankees or the Red Sox when they play, or and the Giants, you know. Uh, and on several times that we went to see the Red Sox play the A's, the Red Sox fans outnumbered the eight fans completely. Uh, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very nice. Let us, uh, Fred, one more. By the way, just, want to, just want to mention what, to Howie, there was a oh, thing in today's paper that Buster Posey's joined the ownership group. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, he has. Uh, I don't know what away. the minority stake is. Uh, I don't know if you know, the, the majority owner, this guy Charles Johnson, of uh, okay. the majority owner, he's a real right-wing MAGA uh, contributor. Although it was reported that he's now switched his campaign contributions from Trump to DeSantis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, right. other, one other thing about yeah, going to other ballparks, 
uh, down in uh, in Anaheim when when I lived down there, whenever the Yankees came to town, the Yankee fans outnumbered the Angel fans. You know, a lot of a lot of you know transplants of New Yorkers. Okay. All right. Why don't we move on? Uh, we're gonna do a complete 180 and leave the baseball behind for a little bit. Football. We're up to sports stories by Larry, sponsored by Earbuds, and <laughs> tell us your story today, Larry. My story this week is entitled "Olympic Lacrosse Comeback." My lacrosse story has three parts. Its origins, how it is played, and its Olympic prospects. First, on the origin of the sport. In the 1500s, the Algonquin Indian tribe started to play lacrosse in the St. Lawrence Valley near Canadian border. Other tribes followed suit in the eastern half of North America and in the western Great Lakes area. A key reason Native Americans played lacrosse was to settle disputes and prevent war between their nations, <laughs> something today's so-called civilized world can learn from. Yeah. <laughs> this game was originally known as stickball, but during the 1600s in Quebec, Canada, French missionaries first witnessed Native Americans playing the game and thought that the sticks resembled the bishop's cross carried during religious ceremonies. Second on lacrosse in a nutshell. Lacrosse is played on a grass field <clears throat> that is similar to soccer's. In this sport, 10-person teams face off as they try to get the small rubber ball into your opponent's goal net. Instead of throwing the ball with their hands or kicking it with their feet, Lacrosse players use long sticks with a net-like basket on the end to pick up, carry, throw, catch, and shoot the ball. Third and finally, on the possible lacrosse comeback to the Olympics. Lacrosse was a medal sport at the Olympics in St. Louis, Missouri in 1904 and in London, England for 1908. But later, it was merely a demonstration sport in the 1928, 32, and 48 Olympics. Lacrosse has suffered from lack of global participation to qualify for the Olympics. But that may change now. The Federation of International Lacrosse is working to get the International Olympic Committee to bring back lacrosse as a demonstration sport for the 2024 Olympics in Paris, France, and as a medal sport for the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles, California. To qualify, the Olympic Committee requires the Cross Federation to submit the pledges, pledges of at least 75 nations on four continents for men's Olympic lacrosse and 40 nations on three continents for women Olympics lacrosse. So far lacrosse has gotten pledges from 70 countries on six continents. Mm. But there are other Olympic committee 
required criteria that must be met for inclusion of lacrosse in the upcoming Olympics, including its value and appeal, reasonable course, and appropriateness of game length. Interesting side note, running back Jim Brown is considered by many to be the greatest lacrosse player ever. That's interesting. Accordingly, he was inducted into it, into the National Lacrosse Hall of Fame in 1983. Of course, as you know, Jim was also inducted into the Professional Football Hall of Fame in 1971. That completes my story for this week. Yeah. I, I don't think lacrosse will make the Olympics, no matter how, you know, I don't think it's, just, it's not popular. It's not popular at all, man. You guys, you guys flick the channels and uh, you come up to a lacrosse. You ever stop and watch the games? Any of you guys on screen? I have. No. Oh, you have, huh? You know, I think I told this. They got the pleasures of 75 nations already. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Very close. Very close. I'm surprised. Very surprised. Meanwhile, maybe for demonstration, I don't think they'd ever make it a... uh, well, they that's my opinion. Sport. You know, when I when I was in college, we had to take all the sports. You know, phys ed. That's my 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 uh, background. Nature. And uh, as a guy from the city, we never experienced lacrosse. But we at right. Delphi right. University, they, they teach you lacrosse. So I had no idea what the heck it was. I had a general idea, saying like like soccer, but you use sticks. And uh, they show you three different three different sticks. One's a little small stick, you know, and that's to shoot and score goals. There's a long stick, and that's for defense. Then they have the goalie stick that's really wide, so the goalie can catch the thrown balls at the goal. They said, pick a stick. So I picked the big, the easiest one to catch, the big wide one, not knowing that no one else picked that stick. And they said, oh, you'll be the goalie. We'll take shots on you. <laughs> oh, Lord almighty. That's a hard ball. And we weren't. Yeah, it there's is. No, there's no, yeah. like, protective armor on us. And I don't even think I was wearing a uh, a cup. <laughs> so that was my introduction to lacrosse. All right, Ron. Yeah, just a quick story about, like, not watching lacrosse. I have to be very honest with everybody. When the pandemic first hit and sports stopped, I did happen to watch Cherry Pit Spitting Contest on ESPN. <laughs> and and it's a true story. It, it is a true story. So I, I can't say watching, you know, lacrosse is boring. So okay. that's, that's, I was that hard up for something to watch. On something, sport. right. That, that's how the cornhole, that's how the cornhole fans yeah. started watching on, during, during, Why watching uh, on ESPN yeah. axe throwing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Johnny that. Carson. He knew what he was doing 40, 40 years ago. I uh, thank you, uh, Larry, on the uh, on the cross. And we'll see what happens down the line with that. And thank you for your story. Always interesting. All right. A couple of baseball notes. Watching my time here. Congrats to my, maybe yours, to New York Mets as they clinched a, a playoff spot on Monday. But uh, it's like neck and neck with the Braves. I hope yeah. they may come down to yeah. the last three, which are going to be in Atlanta. Is that correct? Yeah. Next yes. weekend. Yeah, next weekend. So, uh, well, actually, the Mets finish off with Washington, I think. 
That's correct. During the yeah, week, yeah. after they play the Braves, they come home. Yom Kippur. Last game is Yom Kippur, 4:10 p.m. Maybe, maybe the Mets will get some help from the Phillies this weekend. Maybe, maybe. And Max Scherzer yeah, comes off the uh, injured them. list. And Look he pretty good, huh? Probably throws yeah. six innings of perfect ball. <laughs> and the next day, I heard people were complaining. They say, you know, no Met ever threw a perfect game. And his guy's <laughs> three innings away. But the but the guy just came off the injured list. No way. They, they don't understand that. that. No way. And that was his 200th win. So congrats <laughs> to him <laughs> on that. If this happened three years ago, he would have he would have not left the mound. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And l- last Sunday was a cool day in New York sport. The Mets, the Yankees, Giants, the Jets, yeah, my Giants, and yeah. the NYCFC uh, beat the Red Bulls. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was last Sunday. Oh, that, oh, also. that was mentioned. And talking talk, you had Milton. Yeah, I just want to tell you. All four New York teams won last Sunday. I just said that. The last time, <laughs> no, the, the last time that ever happened was 2009. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's wow. when the Yankees won the World Series. Yeah. That's what right, right. So last Thursday yeah. at the Mets uh, Pirates game, you, you, Ron, were you there when they all wore the 21? Yeah, I was there that night. For Roberto oh, Clemente, right, right. I thought that was really, sure. really cool. Yeah. They're doing a push to. Have it throughout baseball from now on, Ron. You know, just one one quick note. That night, I was working in uh, the Delta Sky Club that night, and this uh, gentleman and his wife passed me by, and they asked where the bathroom was. So, uh, you know, I pointed out to them, and then on the way back, as the, the same gentleman, big guy, about six foot two, with with a cane, and everything, one of the security guards says, "How are you doing, Mister Cranepool?" Oh my! Oh. Wow. I, 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 I didn't recognize him. Oh wow! Yeah. He got a cane, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's been he's, he's been had sick. a kidney transplant or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, interesting. Yeah, and the, the Mets finally put up number twenty-four, uh, the retired uh, Willie Mays uh, number. It took them a while, but since it was <laughs> wow. so such a surprise when they made that announcement on that day. They did it all time as they, right? All time as they in August, they were so surprised. The the grounds crew or the the construction crew always makes like a like something to hold it up there. I I don't know what they call that, a a fixture up up on the roof there. And they were not. It wasn't prepared. (laughs) You know, they said we're going to retire Keith Hernandez's number seventeen. Well, they were preparing. They put the fixture up there. All they had to do is bring the number up, but they weren't ready. But they finally put it up this week. And they put his number next to Keith uh, Hernandez's number. Interesting. Uh, John Stearns passes. Yeah. Any guys have any stories yeah. about John Stearns? 71 years old. And, yeah. and, and I, he looked terrible on yep. time yeah. as they didn't look anything like, I remember him, 71, yeah. pancreatic cancer. cancer. I used to watch him in Colorado. Back when it was in the minor leagues. Yeah. Also, great, great linebacker in college at Colorado. Really? Right. Four-time All-Star. He played one game with the Phillies in 74. Came up a late, a late season call-up. And then he was, I guess, traded to the Mets that offseason for Tug McGraw. Yeah. The Mets got rid of Tug McGraw to the Phillies. And the Mets got John Stearns. Uh, he was an NFL uh, safety with the Bills. 
well, drafted as a Bill. Yeah, he never played. Uh, and he coached the Yankees. He coached the Orioles, and he also coached the Mets. Anybody's have any um, stories about him? Anybody want to talk about him at all? All right, may he rest in peace. Uh, hey, Gerald, did you want to talk about Maury Wills, your favorite player who passed also? Maury Wills um, was one of my Dodger icons. Although I was a Brooklyn Dodger fan and I sort of denounced the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, he was on the same level as far as I was concerned with uh, Koufax and Drysdale and Snyder and Thrillo, et cetera. Uh, he toiled in the minor leagues for about eight years. Uh, he... He worked tirelessly to perfect uh, his ability to steal bases, to switch hitter, had a pretty good batting average, went to a number of World Series, and uh, uh, he had some uh, personal problems in his life, uh, and eventually I think he straightened those problems out, and I just thought he was a, uh, an absolutely terrific player, good fielder, uh, and, uh, of course, we all know that his son was Bump Wills, who was also a pretty good player as well. So I just uh, have a soft spot in my heart for Maury Wills. I used to call Maury, Maury the Rocket Wills, and I remember the 104 stolen bases that year. That was, a, that was absolutely incredible. 89 years old. Yeah. It's amazing. You know. <laughs> all right. Uh, Michael? I just want to ask Gerald or anybody uh, – Maury Wills was a very nondescript looking guy when he wasn't in uniform. And there was a famous story. There was some big yeah. game where uh, he couldn't get into the stadium and the security didn't want to let him in. And uh, I don't I don't know exactly what the story, you know, the complete. It, 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 it was in an all-star game. It was the story was in the paper the other day. Yeah. yeah. What happened? That the security guard didn't, didn't recognize him. As a, Cause you're, you're not a player. You're too young. He says, well, just go, just go into the locker room and ask ask any of the players. They'll tell you who I am. But then Maury Wills tells the story. Says, "Well, baseball players have a weird sense of humor." <laughs> Security guard did that, and they recognized. And the player said, oh, "We we never saw this guy in our life." We, we... <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I don't know if he won the MVP of the All Star game, and he came out later or something, and he says, he's, "Now you know who I am," or something like that. <laughs> he was in the, one of the papers, the news of the post. <laughs> he won so, the MVP that year. He stole the 104. And yeah. Willie Mays had a Don't fabulous me. season. He, yeah. He beat Willie Mays in that one. Yeah. And uh, Joan Hodges, Gill's yeah. wife, wow. died at 96. Oh. Uh, what, just, actually, he was 10 days shy of 96. So we call mm. it 96. Mm. But she, she yeah. lived long, long enough, enough to see Gil be inducted into the yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. But that was good. Yeah. He died in 1973. Yeah. He married 49 yeah. years later. He was a young man. Yeah. Yeah, he was. All right, let's move on to some football notes. We did talk Giants. about the Giants. Giants, yeah. The Giants, uh, Giants. Their, their win. Um, Great win. 2 and 0. Oh. And now they have the Cowboys. Four and O Giants. Night. Four and O Giants. The, the country is going to watch uh, uh, the quarterback Daniel Jones hasn't been doing super. I mean, hey, uh, he's yeah, won exactly. the games. 
They win the games. He's doing great. Yeah, I told you he's getting hurt. In remember, I told you two games and he's out. <laughs> this is it for him. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and Joe Flacco, he's still alive. Joe Flacco. Yeah. <laughs> um, got the best but, kicker in the league. All right. So, I tell you, Flacco threw a beautiful pass to win the game-winning touchdown. Oh, that was a professional pass. And that, yeah. that pass receiver, Wilson, you know, Derek Wilson, he's, he's he, looks like, he, he looks like a stud. Yeah. Well, he was a top pick, and then they know what they're getting. Yeah. Uh, other Jets news, Nick Mangold going to be added to the Jets Ring of Honor this Sunday. Anybody going, anybody going to the game? So it's a home game Sunday and a home game on Monday. Both right. games are home this week. Interesting. Uh, did you guys watch the Thursday night game last week? The Chiefs beating the Chargers on Amazon yeah. Prime? Yeah, no. yeah. Yep. You watched it? You got it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have it. I didn't watch it again. Put Amazon Prime. That's that same. Yeah. You have to like do your little stuff to get Yeah, it Al in. Michaels is on that. He's doing the game. Yeah, yeah, Al Michaels, Michaels on the broadcast. Street. Were, were there a lot of problems with the broadcast? Very good broadcast. I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. I remember. Yeah. And 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 also during the week, the Bengals lose again. This Cooper Rush from the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Going back to that Thursday night game, I yeah. mean they beat the hell out of Herbert toward the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just whacked him right and left. I think he's got a fractured rib, doesn't he? I would imagine I couldn't believe he could have gotten out of that game without some bad injury. Mm, mm. I mean, they just clobbered him. And he kept coming back. He was, yeah. He's quite um, a quarterback. Quite a, uh, you know, he's good. Okay, let's see what happens here yeah. on the line. Uh, the key games this week, besides tonight's game, uh, Baltimore, New England. What do you think? Baltimore, Baltimore, Buffalo, Baltimore. Miami. Good game Baltimore. in Miami. Miami yeah, that's a good. I think Buffalo, Minnesota, and Detroit in Minnesota. Detroit. Minnesota, I think. Houston at Chicago Bears. Who cares? Oh, Bears. The Bears. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> That's unwatchable. The, 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 the Chiefs at Tennessee. Who's that? The Chiefs at Indianapolis. Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs. Las Vegas at Tennessee. Tennessee. Something wrong with Derrick Henry? That's two games. I don't know. Well, did you see how they lost? He's my number one draft pick on my fantasy. I'm not getting much points. (laughs) I won last week, but uh, Giants did a great job against them. Yeah. All right. Let's see what happens. The red zone is my lifesaver. I love that red zone. (laughs) Did any of you guys hear the story with Eli Manning, what he did this week? Oh, that was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For those who didn't hear, I'll read what happened. Maybe you can add to it. Uh, the, the story went viral, so you could definitely see this on on, on the uh, computer. He donned a skin mask, a fake nose, and a mustache, tried uh, to, to and tried out for Penn State as and a quarterback. Goofy, and a goofy wig, also tell and me. A wig, yes. As a, as an imposter, he tried out, and he <laughs> didn't call himself Eli Manning. He called himself Chad Powers. And during the practice, the coaches were saying, hey, he's pretty good. <laughs> he called himself, he was 26 years old. I don't know why he made too old. 
but after yeah, practice, he, he told everybody what it. I think they knew beforehand. What do you think? You saw it? It's yeah. Like- some looked like they knew, but other but others were fooled. I think. Got to you guys didn't see this you, after the show. Type in Eli Manning trying out for Penn State. Any type of combination, you could see what he looked like. I thought very entertaining. Very entertaining. Eli Manning. You know what I mean? When you look at him, you don't think he's a, uh, a uh, like a jokester. He's yeah, very no. straight. You know, uh, Peyton yeah. seems to have the personality, and Eli has that. Uh, not much, but he, it's. Okay. Uh, college uh, of football? Anybody want to talk about college football? The top teams won. Rutgers. Very, very, like Rutgers. What was that? Who? Rutgers. Rutgers is 3 Rutgers. Yeah, Shiano is the all-time leader of co- and the coaches' uh, wins for the, uh, the Rutgers. But Fordham's here's just, one of the greatest the rivalries will come to an end in a couple of years. They're talking about this. It's Oklahoma against Oklahoma State. You know how they have, well, we talked about this on the show, different yeah. rivalries that they have each year that go for over 100 years, college against college. The Bedlam series uh, is going to come to an end when Oklahoma is going to join the S. Uh, Southeast Conference. Southeast Conference. And... Uh, there's like no room in the schedule to, to schedule a Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma wouldn't mind doing it somewhere. Oh, it's Oklahoma State is like not getting in, involved anymore in this. Well, uh, so the, the, the standings, Oklahoma has won 90. State has won 19 times and there was seven ties before they had. Those old. things happen. I mean, Pittsburgh and West Virginia played for the first time in 10 years. Penn State used to always play Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Penn State. That's what you get when teams go go to different conferences out of their area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um, UCLA and USC. All right, Fred, we're up to you. Abilene Christian University. In Texas. Abilene, that's, Texas. That's don't tell me. We're in Texas. Abilene, Texas. Okay. Lindenwood University. Lindenwood or Longwood? Lindenwood. Got to tell you, I never heard of that one. St. Charles, Missouri, near St. Louis. Tar- Tarleton. I've heard of that. Oh, it's not much. Sure. Somewhere in the Midwest. No? Texas, near Fort Worth. Prairie View University. Texas. In Texas. Prairie View, Texas. Texas. Okay. All right. All right. Do we have any basketball news? I'm sure we yeah. do. Yeah, big news coming today out of, out of Massachusetts. The Celtics coach apparently oh, was yeah. in some kind of illicit. Supposedly, it was consensual with a female employee, but some somehow he's probably going to get banned for a year, even yeah. though his his relationship was consensual. Supposedly, there you go. What? what why is he being punished? I, that being I don't know. I just sort of crawl. I I didn't see any of the details. I I don't know. I was trying to figure that yeah, out. I want to know what they did. What do they do? Come on, Fred. <laughs> consensual. <laughs> Had some. In, Intimate relations, but the, but supposedly, it was, it. Yes, supposedly it was consensual. But I don't know why he's getting banned. I really don't. I, I don't know the full details of it. I, I think I more will come out. You said this is brand new news, so it's going to come out during the week. Yeah, yeah. you have to read about it. But uh, I don't know. But the, the big news in not so much basketball and hockey was Tuesday. Three long-standing defensemen 
all announced their retirement in the same day. Oh, yeah. Zidane Chara, 24 years in the league. Imagine that playing 24 years in the NHL. Not that not too many guys can do that. I mean, Yagov yeah. did it, um, maybe Chris Chelios. And Keith Yandel, who holds the record for most consecutive games at 989, also retired. And P.K. Subban. And hockey is going to start their preseason or exhibition games this weekend. Rangers playing the Islanders Monday night. And that, so they're going to play first of six games. Maybe Ron probably has something to add. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, Ron. Well, yeah, I just have – well, basketball note, uh, October 30th, the Lakers are going to retire George Mikan's number, 99. Wow. And they haven't done it already? No, not yet. Isn't that funny? Yeah. He dead or alive? He dead? He's, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Oh. George Mikan also, as an aside, was also the first commissioner of the ABA. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And became an attorney, I believe. And, and then that. just – to, to go back to the hockey news, I mean, Yandel and Chara, I have a great deal of respect for. Not Subban. I don't either. Subban. Subban. No, no, I don't either. He's he's known as a dirty player in the NHL. Uh, I, I, I call him P.K. Sluban because yeah. he's really? known for, yeah. I don't know if anybody's heard of a slew foot. Yeah. yeah. A slew so. foot is when a player is skating behind the player Right. And with their stick or whatever, they grab the back of their skate and cause injury to them. Really? It's funny, it's funny, Ron, in the AP story about that, in the same sentence, they mentioned Subban is known for his slew footing and his outstanding philanthropic works off the, off the ice. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> what is it? Was, he, he actually ended the season for one of the Rangers this past year. Yeah, uh, same, yeah he, he early in the season. Him. Exactly. So... Maybe he'll get a job. I, I I kid about it. I put up on Facebook. He'll get a job at Slew Foot Locker. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and now the Rangers will be starting some new combinations because they lost three players to free agency who are key members. They signed the what's his, what's the guy's name from Carolina? Trocheck. Um, uh, yeah, he's going to probably play in a Panarin line. They're going to try. The guy Ron was talking about Sammy Blass on the first line with Zbanejad and Kreider. See how that works out. Yeah, and these guys who retire, are they going to make the Hall of Fame? Charish, Chara, yeah. and uh, um, Yandel. Well, Yandel, you think uh, for the consecutive games? I don't know. He yeah. also played for the Rangers for a while. Yeah, did they know Charish? Definitely should. Yeah, he, he's he's a definite, I think, personally. Yeah. The other uh, two, all yeah. right, or shouldn't. I don't know. Not too bad. Nah, Gerald, real quick. Speaking of George Mikan, when he played for the Minneapolis Lakers. Uh, they were about to move to Los Angeles, and uh, the Los Angeles franchise offered him a 5% ownership, and he refused the ownership. He refused to move, and his wife told me he was crazy. <laughs> Interesting. She was right. Yeah, another couple of uh, the Las Vegas Aces won the Women WNBA right. Championship, their first title ever. And the WNBA, they, they banned... Obviously, all women from going to Russia during the offseason to play in the Russian League. They've done that every year. Lots of women have gone there. They make a lot of extra money playing in that yeah. league, but they said they banned it this year because the Brittany Griner story. Oh, don't, don't bring marijuana with you. That's all. Follow, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that simple. You follow the country's rules. Oh, you're one of those, huh? 
Oh, yeah, I am. All right, all right. Mm. Who else? Anybody have anything else to add before we go to trivia questions? Nobody? How about the uh, the son's owner? Oh, yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. The son's and the Mercury. Uh, yeah, he says he's gonna, he wants he's going to sell the team. To the, sell the team. He's to, uh, to fined $10 million. Right. Spend it just for one year. Everybody was up on arms, up, up on arms. Look, the Clipper owner, Donald Sterling, in 2014, was forced to, to sell. sell the team. He wasn't forced to sell, but I guess uh, <laughs> he, he he saw the light. You got to sell this because you, you're not going to win no matter what you do. So he's going to oh, sell Also, the, the Clippers said that they, they fully expect Kawhi Leonard to be, to, you know, to be fine for this, for this upcoming season. Yeah. Well, Frazier to be inducted into the Hall of Fame as a broadcaster. All right. So yeah. becomes the first player broadcaster in the Hall of oh. Fame. Okay. Uh, I think it's time for trivia questions. What do you think? Yeah, well, I just wanted to tell Ma uh, Michael something. I didn't mean Peraza before. I meant Cabrera, who's doing so well. I think you said Cabrera. Yeah. I think you said, said Cabrera. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, he's great. But you know who's bothering me about the Yankees? I want to just uh, add this to what I was talking about. Uh, Josh Donaldson, what a pain in the neck, right? He, uh, the other, yeah, was it the other day? He hits a ground ball to second, a double play ground ball, and the second baseman on the Pirates bobbles the ball. So uh, Donaldson was frustrated. He's running to first base with his bat, and of course Donaldson was out because he didn't hustle. In the clutch, he does not hustle. Another thing that bothers me about the Yankees is uh, Stanton. Why on earth Stanton should be batting eighth or ninth when he makes as little contact with the ball as anybody you'd ever want to see? He, he's like, oh, he's almost like Joey Gallo. He's same, similar batting average. <laughs> why, is he batting, why is he batting so high? No, you know? <laughs> the other thing that's bothering me about the Yankees no. is in the clutch. I, I mentioned this before, kind of clever. He does not make the clutch play. That's when he doesn't get to the ball. And I Said wish that, that right. Hey, but we like Harrison Beta. He looks good. Yeah, yeah. Looks good. Yeah. yeah. You know, he lived. He lives in. He lived. Lived or lived in Bronxville, New York. Yeah. yeah. And they say Bronxville is the most affluent uh, town in New York State. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. we could get him on your Zoom, Mark. After the yeah, why don't we business. work on it, right? Bronxville. <laughs> All right, uh, Joe. Yeah. Oh, what do I want to say? Oh, yeah. The, uh, huh? Talking about Stanton. Stanton is a notoriously streaky hitter, and I think that's probably why they're uh, showing patience with him. How long do you go with it, Joe? I don't know. They're I don't paying know. They, him. Don't, they don't really have. They don't really have an alternative, and I think that. And I think they're. Uh, you know, the the other opposing team is still a little bit afraid of him. Yeah, but so didn't Girardi the, that's, bat? That's the only thing. Didn't Girardi bat uh, a Rod ninth? When he was unhappy with him, yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes, you're, you're right, Mike. But he, he won your game the other day, right? He, he won the game. The Stan, but Stan, 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 Stan's a pretty upright guy. He's not like he's not. Uh, no, he, he's no, not I like know. Rodriguez. Not like a Rod. But you know, it's like they're afraid oh, of these ball players. Like for example, Jared Cole is not the Yankees' ace pitcher anymore. Right now, it's Nestor, and who's to say that Severino can't be an ace? Right, uh, yes. should be the second or third uh, in, in the order of the pitching on the Yankees. 
because he gives up these god-awful home runs like you would want to believe. Why could he be the ace? These little things bother me. What can I tell yeah, you? He gets, he gets the money. So the money. He's the ace. Why? Because of the money. Don't the money. Let's the go to money. questions. Come on. The two trivia questions are about 10, 15. What we got here? Now let's see how well we do today. We can get these questions. All right. Gerald, Howie, and Fred, in that order. Name four MLB players who played at one point in their career for the Kansas City Athletics and are now in the Hall of Fame. Two went in as managers, two went in as players. Reggie? Yes. yes. Killebrew? No. No. Kansas City A's are in the Hall of Fame. Is that what uh, Jimmy Fox? Billy, Billy Martin? Jimmy no. Fox? No. Vida Blue? No. no, not in the Hall of Fame. Catfish no. Hunter, Jerry. Catfish no. Hunter. No. no. What, what was the question? They played for the A's? What? Played for the A's. Four MLB players who played for the A's and are in the Hall of Fame. Two went in as managers, two went in as 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 players. Tony Mack? Wait. No. No. Hunter was a Kansas City A. Uh, Tony, La, Tony La Russa. Yes, that's okay. And there's two, one more manager, one more player. Bucky Anderson? No. No. Uh -huh. His nickname was Country. Slaughter. Enos Slaughter. Very good. And and who was the uh, the manager? Or his initials? He was a Dodger. He was a Red Sox manager. Dick Williams. Nichols. Dick Williams. Yeah, yes, Dick very Williams. good. Yeah. Very good. But Catfish yeah. Hunter wasn't he a Kansas City uh, A? No, he never played for Kansas City. No, no. I played really? Oh. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right, Howie. I actually got two questions, but this first one's only for Gerald. Mookie Betts has made Dodger history by hitting 35 homers and 35 doubles. Who was the last Dodger to do that in what year? I think it was Bellinger a couple of years ago. No. No? No. Snyder. No. no. What? No. Not Duke Snyder? Snyder? Right, Fred's right. Oh. Duke Snyder, 1954. Wow. In the 1950s, Duke Snyder hit the most home runs in the National League. Yep. And for five straight years, he had 40 or more home runs. Wow. Right. Cool. Anyway, this is for everybody. Buck Showalter uh, led the, the Mets to a uh, playoff berth. Uh, he also led the Yankees, Arizona, and Baltimore to playoff berths. Name the three other managers who have led the, led at least four or more teams to playoff berths. Three other managers. Dusty Baker? Yes. And Dick, that Dick, was, Dick that Williams? Was five, by the way. The Giants, the Cubs, the Reds, the Nationals, and the Astros. Dick Williams? No. No? Joe Torrey? Anderson? Nope. Billy Martin. Billy Martin, Yankees, uh, Minnesota, Detroit, Yankees, and the A's. One more. One hmm. more. One more. What era? Uh, 80s. Oh, what's initials? Oh, you'll get, you better get this, Mark. DJ. Joe Johnson. Davey Johnson. No, Davey Johnson. Davey Johnson. Davey Johnson. Davey Johnson. He took the Mets, the Reds, 
the Oreos and uh, the Nationals. The, the, the Nationals, Nationals right? Washington yeah, yeah. must be the Nationals. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, right. Yeah. Okay. that's where he's right. from. Well, well, Fred and Michael. Okay. Since 1973, six Yankees have hit a Grand Slam home run among their first three Major League home runs. Name them. This was from the Yankee game notes put out by the Yankees. Cabrera. Which one? The one now, right? The one. That's one. Oswald. That's one. Melky? That's Milky. two. That's two. <laughs> I can give you the dates, too, if you're interested. No. How many you need? Four more. You got the two Cabreras. Four more. Four more. Is the home run first at bat? One was, one was in his first major league at Badens. A very memorable one. I'm surprised you guys didn't don't know this one. Given this. HM. Hensley Mulems. No. Right. I'm okay. surprised you really guys that you didn't know this one. Not HM. 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 An import from overseas. Oh, oh. Right. His first game, right. That's three. Three more. Give me initials. Come on. Oh, I'm I'll, trash. Give you, I'll give you a hint. One of the guys' nickname is is is, is the same the same as a food that probably everybody eats. Peanuts, Larry. No. 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 <laughs> Every I'm sure everybody in this panel is probably eating this food. Maybe even for dinner tonight. I'll give you another uh, hint. He's got the same first yeah. name as me. Fred. Fred. A Yankee named Fred? Right. Fred Stanley? That's right. Stanley. Red Chicken ah. Stanley. Oh, chicken. Oh, <laughs> chicken Stanley. Okay. All right. And the other, the other, there's another guy, another hint. He was named in a scene in, a, in, in an episode of, Stein, of Seinfeld. Keith and, no. Where George Costanza was, was, was very upset that he was traded. Oh God! Oh, Jay uh, Buhner. Which Jay Buhner, when, he, when he was upset that he, oh, that, that he was traded for Ken Phelps, he, he, he got me Ken Phelps, and the, Ken the other guy was a, was a catcher. But who, who was that other name? Jay Buhner was the fourth guy. Oh, Jay Buhner. And the, the other guy was a catcher who recently retired within the last couple of years from baseball. Hmm. Tom Dempsey. No. The initial. I'll give you the initials. FC. Catcher. FC. Frank. C. Frank. Fred. Fred. Who is it? Francisco Cervelli. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Third base. Very good defense. And just as an aside, I, I don't know when I don't know the other occasions, but when Stanton hit a home run in the Grand Slam in the ninth inning, and then Cabrera hit it in the first inning yesterday, mm -hmm. it's only the third time in major league history that that's been done where a Grand Slam in, in the ninth inning of one game and the Grand Slam in the first inning of the next game for the same team. Wow. It's wow. also from the Yankee game notes. You can get a lot from the these game notes that the, the, the publicity department puts out. All right. Michael? Okay, let's revisit Sunday. On uh, Sunday, the four teams uh, won, the Giants, Jets, uh, Yankees, and the Mets. In 2009, the Yankees and Andy Pettit beat the Red Sox 4-2. The Mets beat the Marlins four to nothing. The Giants with uh, gained 226 yards and beat the Buccaneers. And the Jets with Armand Bradshaw beat the 
Titans 24-17. The question is, and this is only for great Met fans, who shut out the Marlins 4-0? Name the pitcher. He pitched nine innings for shutout. What year? 2009? 2009. I'll give you his initials. Johan Santana. His initials are uh, P.M. Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez, right. Pedro. No. Not Pedro Martinez? Not Not Pedro Martinez. Oh, wow. You can look this up, too. Because I looked it up, I didn't believe it. Must be some obscure guy. Oh, uh, Pedro. I think it might have been his only game that he ever won. (laughs) The only game he ever won? Might be. Might be. But he pitched a complete PM. He pitched a complete game shutout. Who is it? Pat Mish. M I S C H. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, Mish. Yeah. Mish. Who? M I S C H. Never. That name does not ring a bell. Yeah, I have him. Which baseball? Which baseball teams? Which baseball team has the worst all-time winning percentage? Current, current team, current team. Uh, I'll make it current team. Yeah. Which baseball team has the worst all-time winning percentage? Wow, I'd say the Phillies. Yeah. No. That'd be my first guess. Wait. Remember the Phillies? They won. A, they won a World Series. Yeah. Won yeah, the yeah, World yeah. Series. I thought, I thought, yeah. How many? But the, the team, I'm t- the team years. that's coming up here for the answer. They also won two World Series. <laughs> but other than the winning the World Series, they don't do too much. Tigers? Chicago White Sox? No, it's Marlins. the Marlins. Marlins. They've uh, always had losers. Get it. Tear down the team. Yeah, yeah right, Fred. Tear down the team, build yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? Questions? All right, Gerald. Which major league pitcher had the most strikeouts in the 1950s? Um. 50s. Warren Spahn. Robin Roberts. Robin no. Roberts. No, not Robin Roberts? No. I'll give no. you a hint. Yeah, we need his. His first name wasn't late, but it was early win. Early win. Early win. Early win 1,544. Wow. Guys well, didn't strike out that much. Right. All right, we'll go no, to Fred, and then back to Michael. Okay. Who's the only player to have 200 hits in his first three major league uh, seasons? Ichiro. No. No. Rod Carew. No. Tony Oliva. No. George Brett. No. Tony Gwynn. No. It wasn't Ted Williams. No, but you're, but you're on the right track. Oh, Ted Williams, right track? Stan Musial? No. Right track. He's also played for the Red Sox. Gern Stevens? Got a piece of equipment. Got a piece of a ball field named after him in Fenway Park. Johnny Pesky. Johnny Pesky. Oh, I got that. It was in the other day in something in in this day in baseball or something the other day. Pesky Pole. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I said Michael and Gerald. All right. Here's one that surprised me. Who has hit the most home runs since 2010? He was hit. He's hit 404 already. Hmm. 
And it's not, and it, and it's not, I'll give it a hint, it's not Giancarlo Stanton. No. Oh, that's who I was going to say. Yeah. 2010. Not Pujols. I was going to say Pujols. Yeah. Pujols? Not Pujols. No. Not Pujols. Surprise me. Really? 2010. There's got to be some guys consistent, like 30 a year or something. All right. His initials are NC. NC? Nestor Cruz? Cruz? Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. He's approaching 500 home runs, isn't he? Amazing, right? Is it? I don't know. Unless he, he, he's been on these one year contracts. Maybe he won't be picked up next year. No. Yeah, how about. All-time leaders, the top five all-time leaders in stolen bases. Career. Maury Wills, Lou Ricky Brock. Henderson. Maury Wills is Brock. not on the list. Lou Brock. Ricky, Henderson. Ricky Henderson is by far the yeah. all-time leader, 1,406. How about Ty Number Cobb? two is 938. Oh, Ty That's... Cobb's got to be on the list. Ty then, Cobb yeah. is number four at 897. Luke Rock Rock is 938. Who believe this person is certain? I'm sure this number has changed because this person is still playing. Wow. Billy Hamilton. Is this the same Billy Hamilton? Or the or the old Billy Hamilton? Wasn't there a Billy Hamilton back in the 20s or something? There was a Billy Hamilton. Gotta be the old one. Gotta be the old one. Yeah. And who was fifth? Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. TR. TR? TR. T. 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 TR. TR. Timmy oh, Reigns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. He had that many stolen bases. Yeah. But a couple more. Much of the time here. A couple of more. All right, Gerald. Very easy question. Who were the teams that moved to another city in the 1950s? Braves. Uh, Orioles and Braves. Braves. Athletics. Yeah. Browns and the Orioles. Yeah. And athletics, yeah. The Orioles. St. Louis Browns. Dodgers. 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 How many do you have, first of all? How many on There's the list? five. They're all mentioned. There were five. Yeah. <laughs> they they mentioned them all? Yes. Yes. Boston. Okay, we got yeah, a Philadelphia yeah, Athletics. But we named them all, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Good that you're able to focus on all those correct answers. All right, uh, Fred. Okay, what Yankee player from the teams that won that won the four or five world championships in the 90s and 2000s had an uncle who played for the Kansas City A's? Lou Pinella. And now he had an uncle. Lou not Lou Pinella? No. No idea. So someone from the, the, Aaron from the Yankees, his uncle played for the Kansas City A's. Maybe not for a long time, but he did play for a couple of years at least. Not Aaron Boone, right? No. This guy played in the nine for the Yankees very, you know, part of the part of the keep one of the key members of the team. His uncle played for the Kansas City A's for a while. So the uncle is older than him. Oh yeah. It's like the uncle played in the fifties and sixties. Uncle. Bob is it Brochus? Scott no. Brochus? No. no. Same last name? Isn't this? Is, what? Same last name? 
Same last Jones, name. I mean, nothing. Yeah, no, so two, a Yankee and someone else. Yeah, no, no. It's the Yankee player, key member of the team, had an uncle who played for the Kansas oh. City A's. Last same last name. His this play the play is father's brother. His <laughs> uncle. Hmm. You want to know? Yeah, go ahead. Jorge Posada and Leo Posada. Leo Posada was Jorge Posada's uncle. Yes. I remember Leo. Have any name? Leo Posada? I have a a card on him, yeah. All right. Let's go one more, unless you really want to do two more. But, Michael, you can end the show if you want. Name a Brooklyn and a Los Angeles Dodger who was featured on the Western Lawman and on the TV show The Millionaire. Michael Miller. Duke Snyder. Luke no. Snyder was on The Rifleman. But right, not right. Chuck Connors. Uh, Don Drysdale. Don Drysdale actually gets a million dollars from Michael Anthony. And uh, also he was uh, one of the first uh, guest stars on Lawman. But it was good in it all. All right. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Can I, can I do a, next week a, a brief Giants report? Uh, what, a football Giants report? Yeah. If it makes you happy. Makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is raise your hand. What? Oh, I got a Giants oh. report. You got it. I got it. I want to be sponsored by somebody. Pretty confident, Fred. All right. Oh, my God. Hey, Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure oh, again talking I think sports going with you for the last uh, hour and 45 minutes. We had a very uh, informative uh, show. Hope you all enjoyed it. Yep. You all come back. Oh, by the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Right. everybody. And uh, do your stuff, and we'll see you all out here again next Thursday, whatever right. time zone you're in. We'll see you at that time. <laughs> all right, guys, enjoy and be well. Be Take good. care, everybody. Good night, everybody. Take care, everybody. Take care, Jerry, I'll see you in school tomorrow. Absolutely, Mike. Take care. <laughs> all right.